Start Fever, that's what that's all about. Fresh Start Fever, what a cool song by You and Me at Six. Is that what it's like? You, you are, I'm learning. You, Me at Six. You, Me at Six. No, it's You and Me at 10.01 on New Year's Day, Swinks. Uh, speaking of fresh starts, a fresh year for 16-year-old Kiwi race car driver in the form of Louis Sharp, has had a magnificent 2023. He's fresh because he's only 16, but uh, I, I assumed, Louis, you behaved on New Year's Eve. I did. I did behave. I was um, I was out, but I was I was sensible, and I didn't come home too late. But thank you for having me. <laughs> you know, you have been had. It's as simple as that. So uh, I'm assuming mum and dad allowed you out by yourself at 16, right? Uh, they did. They're um, they're actually in um, Kaikoura at the moment. So I'm staying. I'm staying down in Wanaka with with one of my good mates. So um, <laughs> okay. So. Oh. Um, what goes on store stays on store, buddy. Let's leave it at that. Hey, congratulations! <laughs> congratulations on your British F four championship, uh, second year in the F four, and you really did like the look like the confident winner from from the get go. Did it feel like that from race one? Um, to be honest, it was a it was a very up and down year. I think we started off the year really strong at Donington Park. Um, I guess right out the gate with well a pole position that later got taken off us, but. Two, two race wins in the first two races, so it was a, it was a, it was a dream start to the year. From that point onwards, um, we did start to, to face a few challenges. Um, lost a bit of speed um, for, for whatever reason. We're still not not too sure why, because um, we felt like I guess we felt like our, like me myself and the team were still doing a really good job, but uh, just struggling a bit for the for the results. But after the after the mid season break where kind of everything gets all equalized, we, we came back really, really strong after that. So it was um it was a cool yeah, it was definitely tough. I had to work really hard for it, but um we were able to get it done in the end. Did you do any schooling? Did Dad make sure you did some schooling? <laughs> um, probably best we don't talk about the schooling. I've, um, no, no, no. I haven't No, we're, <laughs> we're talking about it, pal. We are talking about it. I mean, because 'cause I'm I'm sure there are mums and dads that are going, hang on, he's he's sixteen, he's racing, is it full time? Is he doing any schooling? Come on, pal. This this one you have to spill on. Okay. Um to be hundred percent honest, I've not done a lot of schooling this year. Okay. Funny enough, I'm actually the mate I'm staying with at the moment, his dad is the principal of my school. So he's um He's pretty. He's been pretty good, and he's um he's allowed me to kind of come over here and and just focus solely on racing, which is which is good. Oh wow! So do you still know what four times three is? Uh, four times three. <laughs> Took a while, but that's okay. You get a golf, you get a golf clip for that one. Tell me what's what's it like being in a team like Road and Carlin, who who have an an enormous history in racing around the world, and probably more so in England as well, and the resources that they can provide with you. Um, It's it's fantastic, really. I can't, I, I really can't ask to be in a better place. They're um. They're an awesome team. Obviously, I've got a great history with uh, with bringing a lot of a lot of Formula One drivers now or past Formula One drivers through. Um, and yeah, they've, they've really helped me so much over these last two years. I've learned so much from um, from being over here racing with them. And um, yeah, I, I, I got to thank Roden as well for, for for being the ones that have allowed me to to come over and do that. But I, I couldn't ask for a better place to be in. Um, th- th- being around that facility, do you do you get a greater understanding of the the heritage of racing in Britain? I, I definitely think so. Like, especially walking around the team factory and seeing all the photos of, um, like Lando Norris, Sebastian Vettel, uh, who else? Carlos Sainz. Like all these, wow. all these big names in, in the world of motorsport. Like seeing their photos on the wall and seeing their trophies as well. Um, it, it, it really shows that. 
the, I guess the team, but also British motorsport. Like it does have um, a lot of a lot of good history, and it's um, it's cool to be in a place surrounded by that. It's not a huge season, the British Air Force season, but it's a busy season. You might think you racked up what six wins? Is that right? Six wins and enough top ten places to take the title. Am I correct on the wins? Six wins. Yes, yeah, six wins in the end. Um, yeah, I think it was six wins and about 12 or 14 podiums or something. I can't remember exactly off the top of my head. So, so how does your week work out and, and, and your daily routine? Yeah, so I guess it, it really depends. On a, on a race week, um, it starts off on the Monday. It starts off, um, I'll be, all the, me and all my teammates will be in the team factory on the sim. So we'll do, uh, we'll do like race runs, qualifying simulations, that, that kind of thing. Um, to kind of help prepare, get an understanding um, before we before we go to the weekend. Um, the next two days, I'm probably training. On the days I've, I, I'm not like I'm not travelling, I'm not racing. I'm I'm in the gym or I'm I'm out on the bike doing some sort of some sort of like cardio or, or whatever it is. Mm. Um, and then also I, I do a lot of travelling to be fair. So a lot of the time it's been either on a on a flight or, or a lot in the car. So, um, so normally we travel. We travel to a, to the race weekend on the Wednesday or Thursday. Um, usually, we're on on the Thursday afternoon. We'll do like a track walk. So, walk the track with the team. Kind of talk about a few different key areas. Um, especially if it's a track that we've, we've been to before, and there's like a, a certain part of the track maybe we're struggling, or maybe a certain part of the track changed slightly. We'll we'll go into detail over that, and then obviously we got Friday practice, and then and then. Three races in qualifying, so um, it's a it's a busy schedule. Um, even when I'm not racing, it's still really busy. But um, but I do enjoy it a lot. Uh, what's it like having the the dad over? It's it's been awesome having my dad over. I think if uh, if he wasn't here, it would have made it a lot tougher. Not only just for being able to provide for myself, but I think having having him here supporting me it, it means a lot. I'm I'm glad he's been able to be able to come over and do that. Will he go again in 24, or are they going to say no? Nah, you can stand on your own two feet now. Um, I think that is still up for up for discussion. Um, I'd like him to to come back. I think it, nice. I think part of part of my success has been because of because of him being there with me. I think if I was over by myself, it would have been a lot harder. So I think I'd like to I'd like to have him back. But if, uh, if it's not the case, then I, I've just got to my head down and just focus and just not think about it too much. But if if he can be there next year, I would, I'd really appreciate that. How do you handle the attention? Um. Yeah, a good question. Obviously, there's a, there's a lot of spotlight, especially this year. Um, like going into that last, into the last weekend, there was a lot of there was a lot of attention, a lot of people watching. But I think that the key is just to not really think about it too much. Um, obviously, you know it's there, but just not really let it bother you. And just if you focus on just doing your bit, everything else will work out. So I kind of just, I mean, yeah. To be fair, it is it is nice to have to have that people watching have the attention, but you can't really think about it. You've got to just got to focus on doing the best job you you can do. You must have made a, a huge impact, Louis, because you won now. Correct me, the Motorsport News Driver of the Year, right? That is that is correct. Yes, and, and that's I mean that that was with other drivers in different categories who are a lot more a lot older than you, a lot more experienced, and they've gone no no. This kid from New Zealand is the guy who is our driver of the year. And then you also now I I can't remember the name of it from the British Racing Drivers Club. What did you get? Uh, the the Henry Surtees Award. Now what does that mean? So the, the that award is provided for the um so the the British Racing Drivers Club has a. Uh, like a rising stars program, so it's all the top rising stars in, in British motorsport, or, or British or Commonwealth motorsport. Yeah. Um, and I, so I won the the Henry Surtees Award, which was given to the to the most promising rising star on that program. So um, 
that was yeah, that was a really cool award to get to be recognised by the the British Racing Drivers Club. Obviously, something as prestigious as that. Um, so that was a that was a cool award, and also the the Motorsport News um, the Motorsport News Award as well was really cool because that was that was actually voted by the fans. It was a, it was wow. slightly different. So they they so they chose their top ten um, drivers for it. And then they they put out a, like a I guess a poll or something on like a survey I don't, I don't know exactly what it was yeah. but all the fans can, can then go on there and, and vote for who they want so um yeah I mean being a being a Kiwi over there in the in the UK I, I was really surprised to have been voted for that that was um that was super cool I guess especially like all the other drivers on there or probably ninety percent of the drivers on there were British touring car drivers who have a huge fan base over here so um to be to be voted for that over them was um. <laughs> was uh, was something that I, I really wouldn't expect. Oh, mate, uh, congratulations. But I was looking at the, some of the goodies that you picked up. Now, have you uh, done the sim at Mercedes-AMG Petronas yet? I have. That was um, that was probably one of the coolest days um, I think I've ever had. Unfortunately, I'm not allowed to say too much because they, they made me sign an NDA. But, oh, um, what? Oh, well, but hang I on a minute. What, 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 all I was going <laughs> to say is what was it like in their sim? <laughs> Yeah, it was um, it was it was fantastic. It's, uh, it was the coolest experience I think I've um, I've ever done. Obviously, like it's not quite as driving, with, well, not quite the same as driving a Formula One car in real life, but it's it was pretty close. It was um, that was fantastic. I really enjoyed that. What were you, what were your times like? Um, times were pretty good to be fair. Um, they they had a reference from um from one of their um development drivers and their, their junior drivers, Frederick Vesti, who was yeah. um. Second in F two this year, so um no times compared to him they were they were pretty promising so it was good. <laughs> what did you what did you have to sign an NDA for like like you couldn't take I think pictures and stuff like yeah, that. So and... couldn't, couldn't take photos. Also, I'm not allowed to talk about the sim in any way. Like I can't describe oh, yeah. like how, how it was. How but cool it the, is. The main thing was just yeah. I can I can say like. Yeah, I can say that, but I can't say like the. To be honest, if anyone asked me, I probably wouldn't even know what to tell them. So <laughs> it's, not, it's not too bad. Being in a Formula One factory, particularly Mercedes, does that just blow your mind? Yeah, that that was um that was that was fantastic. I've been really lucky. I've been able to visit a couple F one factories this year, and um no the the level of um just greatness in there is um it's pretty cool. Just um it was a no, it was a really cool experience to be able to go in there. And um, I'm hoping to be, to go hopefully back there in the future. Oh, okay. Don't tell us too much. Hey, um, the McLaren experience. You've uh, one of the other prizes to spend a weekend with McLaren this year, a Grand Prix weekend. Uh, have they decided which one yet? I don't believe so. I think we're still we're still deciding which one. Um, that's going to be cool, I guess, because that's from what I've heard. I get I get to go into the debrief um, after the races and whatnot. So I'll be I'll be in the in the in the, in the room with um, with Lando and Oscar, so that's going to be really cool. Um, to first of all meet them, but also see see what it's like for them, um, like how they deal with things, how they how they approach everything on a race weekend. I think I'm I'm going to learn a lot from from being in there, but also like at the end of the day, seeing if one cars go around a track is also pretty cool. So I'm really looking forward to that. Do 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 you get uh, texts from other drivers that you know F1 drivers when you do well? Are you are you at that level yet? Um, I think, I think on the on the world stage maybe not, but in like the, the New Zealand drivers we have, yeah, yeah. Um, so like the, the Liam Lawsons, Nick Cassidy, nice. uh, Mitch Evans, like Scott Dixon, those those kind of people. 
um, I do I do get messages from them after after my championship and, and just different throughout the season. Um, they 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 message just to congratulate me. So that was again really cool because the the guys I look up to and I idolise. So to have them, I guess recognise what I'm doing and and I guess um yeah reach out to me was uh, was really cool. I think one of the biggest prizes you've you got for winning the championship was this um, a year long coaching program from the Alpine Formula One team and their Human Performance Centre. Has that started yet, or is that plan being put in place? I think that that plan's being put in place. Uh, put in place. Uh, I think. When, when, when I head back to the UK next year, um, I think I've got a fitness assessment with them. Um, so I guess I'll, I'll do that, and then they'll they'll put up a a program um, for me for the for the year, which again is really cool because I believe I get to go and I get to use their facilities um, for like their gym and their and whatnot they have in there. So again, that's going to be really cool. Um, and I think again, it's um, it's pretty lucky actually. I didn't realise all the stuff you actually won from, from, from winning British for. So, no, to have all these have all these opportunities, I think it's, uh, I'm really thankful for them, but I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to help me out a lot. You'll be going this year, mate, not next year, because it's already 2024, just in case, a little slip of the yeah. tongue there. I think you'd like to be racing again this year. But here comes the big question. Here's the big question. What formula are you driving in 2024? Well, to be honest, honest it's actually still not confirmed yet. We do... We do have stuff put in place. Um, I think our, our our idea is to remain with Roden Carl, and I think I'd I'd like to do that. We've, we've built a really good connection with them over the last couple of years, and I think it would make sense for us to stick with them. Obviously, we are moving up from F4. Um, I think yeah, we're still we're still trying to figure out what we're doing. I think budget is the main reason, uh, so we have a few limitations in that. But I think I'm hoping that we can that we can probably sort our place on the GB3 grid for next year. So I think if we can if we can do that, um, that would that would be really cool. Uh, GB3 versus F3, what's the difference? And 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 the difference in cars from British F4 to GB3. Yeah, so um, British F4 um, to F3 is, is quite a big difference, whereas GB3 is kind of a, a step stone in between. So it's a, it's a faster car than F4. Um, got a lot more downforce, a bit more horsepower. Um, and it's a it's a good stepping stone to bridge the gap because because F4 F3 is a big jump. Again, that could be a possibility for next year. So um, if it is, I'd 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 love to do that because obviously F3 is a, is a cool championship. But um, but no British or GB3 should I say it's um it's also a really cool championship. It's mainly on the UK tracks, but um luckily they also go they go across across um to um they go to the Hungaroring next year and they also go to Spa and Zandvoort. So they do some really cool tracks, which again. Um, will help you because F3 go to those tracks so it helps you learn them and, and be prepared for when you then race them whenever you step up. Is Louis Sharp honestly ready for F3? Does he think he's ready for F3? Uh, 100%. I think if I Good could... Good man! If I, could, <laughs> I think I could... I, yeah, I don't know. I, I do believe um, I'm 100% ready for it. If it's, if it's a possibility, obviously it's going to be tough. Like the, the F3 grid is, com- is extremely competitive. Um, but no, if I... If I'm there next year, I think I'll I'll, I'll handle it all right, and I'm, I'd I'd love the challenge. Hey, CT Frock's coming up in January. Uh, any thoughts, or you, will you be in England? Any thoughts of maybe a you know a, a, a one-off drive? Um, I honestly cannot tell you. We were we were hoping to do the championship, but um, as a, as it turned out, we didn't quite have, have the budget to do yeah. it. So unfortunately, um, we we haven't been able to do it, which is a shame. Because I'd love to be back racing in New Zealand, racing on the tracks I I learned to drive a car on. Um, but it's a no. It's a the same. Maybe the following year, 
But um, no, unfortunately, I, I don't think we'll be doing anything because we do have to head over to the UK pretty soon as well. But, oh, when, when do you go, no, mate? When do you go? 23rd of January, I, I oh, head okay. back. So still, still a few more weeks, but, um, but yeah, I do have to be back for, for a few things. What's it like being home? Nice? It's, it's really nice, yeah, definitely. It's really, obviously, I haven't seen my mum and my sister all year, so it's been really nice to, to see them, but also my, my, my friends as well, like catching up and just spending some good time with them. I've, um, I've definitely missed it. Okay, I, I have a New Year's resolution for you, all right? Okay. Yeah, do some homework. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll do that. I'll, I'll try to do some homework. Hey, Louis, it is a pleasure talking to you, man. Again, from all of us, congratulations on a stunning 2023. We know it's only going to get better, but uh, look after yourself, mate, and have fun, and we'll talk again. You're more than welcome. 10, 18, Louis Sharp, 16 years of age. You don't think you're talking to a 16-year-old, do you? Uh, that is one very, very switched-on young man. The first, Swinks, the first time I met him was at the Hamilton go-kart track, and he was, I think, nine Wow. Nine. And you know what? I th- he was like a little person. And he spoke to me as if he'd been doing media all his life. I'm going, wow, what's going on here? Honestly, I put a mic in front of him and he was like, like, like a pro. Yeah. Little did we know that he was backing that up with talent mm. and it would go. So I, I'll, I don't think it's any surprise to anyone in the motorsport world. Keep your eye on Louis Sharp. It is the craziest thing with a lot of the young uh, Kiwis coming through in motorsport, just how articulate they are. they got to be. In an interview. Yeah, I know, they got to sell themselves and, and, and all of that. But yeah, for a 16-year-old to <laughs> be so clued up to the world as he is, and yeah. I mean, he's already very aware of uh, dealing with NDAs. Yeah. <laughs> NDA. Can you imagine, though, going to one of the, the most, you know, seven-time where what's... Um, Lewis Hamilton, you know, seven-time world champion. Six, seven, seven, seven? Yeah, seven. Uh, but going to that same factory where he's been and going on to their sim, mm. I mean, in a factory that has 1,500 people working for an F1 team, uh, look, and he's a good kid, and that's what I love about it. So Louis Sharp is a name to remember. It's 10-19.